0: Kia ora kouto. welcome to a very special episode of Inside Netball with the Silver Fern World Cup squad just been named and the grand final of the ANZ Premiership all done and dusted. I've got the big guns, I've got everyone on the couch with me today. Let's get straight into it, ladies. The grand final, the Mystics ended up dominating an 18-goal win. What did we make of that,
1: Jen? Well, I had been hoping for something better, you know. <laughs> 19 goals last year, 18 goals this year. It never got going. And, um, I mean, I felt for the stars, but I thought the Mystics were just outstanding.
2: Oh, and led by Grace Wicke. I mean, 70 goals in 60 minutes of netball. Just absolutely exceptional. At times, she was completely unstoppable. And... We won't even get into it yet, but it was because of that combination. <laughs> that you ask me, with a certain someone, it may not have made a fin squad, um, but I just thought um, they were a class above the Mystics, um, and they came out, showed the experience, and you know what a way to send, send off Sulu. I mean, such a special person and player.
3: Yeah, and speaking of Sulu, I think she alluded to it in the pre-match interview. She said that they're ready and they could feel it. That this, I think, that they knew that they were probably going to go to town on the stars. Although in the press. Conference, Kitty Will's and Maya Wilson did say they were happier with this grand final than the previous year because they felt they were in the contest yeah. more this I thought time. they reflected well in that press conference actually.
2: That you know, at times they got within two, so they actually felt like they competed. But for me, Mystics, it was a it was a game that I think we should have seen even more throughout the season. When you look at the, that team, you know, they, sh- they should have been beaten teams by that margin. Would have the pulse made it a better final? You know, perhaps, because I think looking at the beginning of the season,
1: I didn't have stars at all in my top three. So I think they actually did really well to get to the final. But I, I think we had a lot of hiccups, didn't we? I mean, the Mystics had, well, there were a number of times when they didn't have their starting seven. Mm. I mean, they had injury and they had sickness and all sorts of things. So um, I don't know, I guess that would explain why you only saw that performance. And I, I was surprised to hear the stars say they thought that was okay, because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, last didn't year was look okay.
2: They were pretty fired up before the game, actually. You know, I remember talking to Kitty Wills before and saying, you know, to lose a final to win a final, and well, now they've lost two finals, mm. so they're really going to want to win the next one. So they were pretty fired up and, and actually quite confident. I remember even speaking with Maya Wilson when she had the headset on during the warm-up. So they had the confidence there, but ugh, you couldn't stop. You know, amazing grace.
0: I'll come back to you, Annie, because uh, you talked about whether the Pulse could have done a better job someone like Kelly Jury yeah. up against Grace yeah. the Stars only got three games in that entire game. If the Stars are going to be in a grand final again, do you guys think defence is where they need to well, focus? Well, When you look at what Kerry Wills put out
2: in the elimination final, and Holly Fowler was so good at goal defence with Ali back at goalkeeper and then she started a completely different lineup. And I know why she did it, because when Kalera played against Grace in the, their last game, she actually had a really good game over Grace. But I think you've got to reward your players when they're performing well. They were on a roll, Timu and Holly Fowler, and and once once she started Calera and she made that change back, they just couldn't get that rhythm going again and, as a result, couldn't get ball. But it wasn't just not getting ball. When you looked at the centre pass-offs, um, you know, obviously, you get 50-50 amount of the ball. Um, stars, you know, managed to convert 10 less than the Mystics. The Mystics were just so... Clever with the ball, they weren't turning it over. Um, so I think it wasn't just the fact that they weren't getting ball; they were also making mistakes. And they missed a couple of. And I feel bad saying this about these shooters because I actually think overall shooters mm. shot well. But there was a couple of times they missed crucial shots that either would have got them within two. I think at one point in five, and it swung very quickly the other way, and all of a sudden it blew out. So, yeah. So I th- I think. Yeah, didn't probably get enough ball, but I think, you know, there was a spread of reasons.
0: Yeah, I think we can probably all agree, though, at the end of the day, that Mystics team and that Mystics performance, they were going to beat anyone, right? They were the deserving winners of the ANZ Premiership putting out that performance.
2: But great, Tia's first year, you know. She took took them to their first
1: grand final. What a great year for her. But obviously, I don't think the Silver Fern selectors (laughs) noticed that because, well, I mean, two Mystics players in the... In the World Cup
0: squad. Yes, well, let's <laughs> get into that, shall we? Because, yes, Dame Nolan toto did name her Fern squad for the World Cup on Wednesday. Here it is on your screen right there. Guys, yep, just before we get into the nitty-gritty and into the specific positions, what are your initial reactions to the squad? Go mm-hmm. down the line. Give it to me.
1: Uh, well, I am disappointed that there <laughs> oh. is no... I mean, look, no, look, let's start positively. Um, that's a very good side, mm-hmm. you know, and you look at this experience there, there's a lovely mix of balance. But I am disappointed that there's no room for um, Petitoiaba and no room for Michaela Sokolich-Beetson. I think, to me, she was the player of the final. She, I felt she shut Crampton down. Um, she just is such a... A character, and I know you should
3: show <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. She does great <laughs> interviews. <laughs> she should She does. does. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: right. But that's my first impression. We're agreeing
2: yeah. again. I We're know. Agree. Agreeing a bit lately. Yeah, oh, it won't yes. last. But yeah. I was just probably went, oh, that's nice. You know, that's a very good team. Don't get me wrong, but I was probably just, oh, you know, I can say this just you know, ad jome. I was a little bit bored. I wondered a bit of pizzazz, something, you know, a little bit of a risk taking, but I can say that because I'm not a selector and no one's going to come back on me and say, hello, why did you make that decision? But I'm with you. I think you needed the pizzazz, you needed the X factor of Peter to a Yava. And I'm not saying that other people can't feed Grace, but there's something special. And knowing, even if she'd been on the bench in that semi and final, that if
3: things weren't going right, um, yeah, I just hope that doesn't come back to bite them. I agree with you. I think I was probably in shock that Petra wasn't there. I think this is the fittest we've seen her, the m- most consistent netball that she's played. And I do honestly think Australia is sitting there across the ditch at the moment oh. going, thank goodness. <laughs> thank goodness she's not there, because you're right, Adine. Just to have that, that up your Bitter. sleeve on the semis and the finals and knowing what she can come on and do and how quickly she can feed Grace, I really do think Australia are thinking, thank goodness she's not there. And then Australia, on the other hand, they're preparing to play against players who are all pretty much the same in our Mm midcourt, And they are great, they are fit, they are fast, but I think they are all very similar, whereas Petter, I think she just provides that pizzazz. So who would you not put in if you
2: you had Petter in, you'd keep Gordon out? Because to me, Gordon's had much more of a consistent season then Peter, so if it came down to the two of them...
0: We're jumping the gun a bit here. I <laughs> wanted to get into the mid-court chat shortly. Just wanted your initial thoughts, so any... Initial, um, you know, my overall... thoughts,
2: I actually don't mind the team yep. I probably would have preferred Peter to be in there but I can understand why what Knowles has done Okay,
0: common yeah. theme there yeah. from our Inside <laughs> Netball crew I like the team I think it's yeah. a safe team yeah. mm. but it is a team that I have confidence in and I believe that they will do the job Let's have a look at the shooting circle in particular Here they are, your four shooters No real surprises I think once we found out that Bailey Mez was stepping down and, and not putting her hand up for selection it kind of felt like these four selected themselves a little bit.
1: Yeah, I'd agree. And I think, uh, well, there was there were no other choices, really. And I see, you know, Tiana Maturo in there in the Reserve 3, um, and that's where I had her. And I'm glad for her, really, because she gets another chance at, well, it's a bit of redemption, isn't it?
2: Yeah, I'm not surprised. I think mm. the four, as you said, pick themselves. I think what will be interesting is who will get that initial nod to play with Grace. Mm. Um, I'm thinking it's probably going to be Amelia-Ann. Yeah. Captain. It's going to be your captain. But I wonder what the next best option yes. is. I think that's almost... More interesting, you know, what works well, because you'd think if Grace is having the game off, who would connect well with Amelia-Ann because you're going to have to give Grace a rest at different times. So, if anything, that's probably the biggest talking point. Good to see, you know, Tiana, but I agree, it was probably those five shooters... I think it would be very hard-pressed to argue, I don't know, anybody else.
3: No, and like yeah. I think it just comes down to what's your moving circle? Do you put Mills back and you've got to pay out the front, or is it Mills at goal attack with Meyer at the back for the moving circle?
2: Yeah, no, I think the only question mark would have been around probably TP and Tiana Maturo, right? But you look at Maturo's volume, not good enough, but in chatting to Knowles earlier on, she talked about how when, when she has Tiana in her team, she's confident that she can get those those vol- that volume up with her. So it's interesting how she thinks you take her out of the pulse environment, put her into the ferns and she'll get the better of better of her. And I feel like T P stood up like she was one of those players that actually stood up at the later part of the season. Yeah. So I wonder if she almost made you know, her, t- way, in played her way in because she did step it up.
0: Well that and she has pretty much always performed well in the black dress when mm. she's come on. You I agree. You think about Commonwealth
3: Games, Courtney? Yeah. Yes. You, know, you were there, she was a yeah, standout. Yeah, I thought she was a standout for me. We didn't have Echinaceo and she really stood up in that goal attack position because we were wondering who was going to do it. and I think she just provides that height and that craftiness with the ball. So I think for me, Tapia has proven herself in the black dress. And anyway, that's
1: exactly what I've been thinking. That game against Jamaica at the Con Games and, you know, poor Meyer had a mere. Uh, to begin with and probably should have been taken off earlier and then TP came on and just, she was so clever and crafty.
2: And that's what you heard uh, in Inside Netball a few weeks ago with Deb um, Fuller, right? It wasn't just about your form at this ANZ, it's about how you've performed at international level and that's why over the last four years we've seen all these different squads, so many players go in and out and so to me that, that epitomises TP, she stepped up at that international level and probably it's got her over the line. And it's why Matuaro's in that three because you look at other goal attacks, Mali Sulla's had a pretty good ANZ ah. Premiership. Her stats are better. Matuaro didn't even sit in the top ten for volume in terms of um, you know shots taken, whereas Mali Sala did. But Mali Sala hasn't been in that environment, high-performance environment, for the last three years. So I think it was an easy way to get Diana Matuaro back into
1: that environment. Well, I remember a couple of quad series ago they picked Phil DeVuey, didn't they? Mm. And they took her yeah, to the right. you know um, quad series and... Um, England yeah. and she never got on the court and I just wonder, you know, what went on there. So I guess you know, you pick people and you find out what they're like.
0: Excuse me, probably the easiest uh, area of court to debate and discuss so let's move on to the midcourt because I have a feeling this might take a while but here are your four middies for the World Cup. Yeah, you heard us all say it before but no petatoy either. Maddie Gordon maybe the bit of the bolter in there.
1: Yes, well let's start talking about Kate Heffernan. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love Kate. <laughs> we he- all agree on Kate What I Heffernan. love about Kate Heffernan is she wins so much ball. And she was fabulous um, at the Com Games. She was terrific. She's got... I looked at the stats for the ANZ Premiership and she is the only one, I think... Maddy Gordon might be number 10, yeah. but she is number four. four. And she's a mid-quarter and she yeah. had 26 intercepts or something. So, I mean, I love somebody who wins ball. And, you know, if you come back to talking about the, the wing defence, um, she knows how to play it. If things go awry elsewhere, she can slot into that position. And at the quad series earlier in the year, she also did get the mid-quarter
3: of the oh, tournament yes. as well. Yes. So a big nod to her. But, I mean, like I said, I'm just still in shock that Peta Tuiava <laughs> isn't there. <laughs>
2: Well, Annie, we were just talking, you know, back, back in 2003, mm. you know, yourself and I were basically specialist wing attacks. Um, we we went, both could, you play could play centre. centre. These you two know, can could. play centre. Like, Gina I mean, could have played centre against... look who Gina we got? could, no, yeah, Against Cena. Uganda
0: she and would, Singapore. Honestly, she could have so played put centre. Like pins in her arms <laughs> and played <laughs> centre. <laughs> I know that
2: about her. But at a
3: World Cup, surely you would. And Jodie Brown, I remember 2003, played centre. Played
2: centre. Yes. Like, there are games in a World Cup. You were going to win. You're going to win easily, and that's when you use your bench, your wider squad, and you can play them a little bit out of position. I think, and particularly because of this whole change in rules around having these three players that are over there, if there's an injury, I, I keep going back. I, that's, this was the time, again, oh, you could have taken this. You'd
1: twiddle with the rules, though, wouldn't you?
2: <laughs> well... <laughs>
1: Yeah, there's room for twiddling. <laughs> <laughs> so but then, the rule is, but other right, teams yeah. might twiddle as well. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> so we seen, were talking about
0: earlier,
2: if, yeah. say, Heffernan went down in the World Cup and you had Petter in your reserve and you put Petter yes. in, she is a specialist wing attack going in for a center wing, wing. defence centre. Yeah, but you've got that so you many You've got Phoenix.
3: Yeah, you've got, you got Phoenix, you've got Cardin. You've got Maddie. It's risky, I'm guys. I'm sure we Yeah, yeah I like to the
0: risk.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you got to risk it all for the World Cup. So if
0: was in the four, who is she replacing? Yeah, that's tough.
1: Well, for me, she'd be in for Gordon. For Gordon?
0: Yes. Okay. I just Not Whitney. I'm... Yeah.
1: No, no, I like Whitney. Whitney's fast and explosive and she, I just love the way she changes pace it. And I think Lightning Whitney speed. is like Tapia in the black dress. She's been tested,
3: she's proven. I think yeah. she plays very good against Australia as well. So for me, Whitney's proven herself. Yeah. So and you'd that's have I don't like Whitney, but...
0: Petta and Gina all in there who have all played wing attack all season.
3: Yeah, we also have n- no players who have not played wing yeah. defence at all. Yeah, I know, but... So, Mm. And Whitney in the black dress, she plays centre. Well, she has over the last, what, year and a half. Yes. Would you
0: keep this for? You're so,
2: you're so yeah, fine. who are you doing? I want <laughs> your
3: opinion here too, young lady. I,
0: I think well, I was expecting Petra to be in there instead of Whitney and I would have had Whitney as the reserve mm-hmm. if they were going ah. to take the risk and find the way to have both specialists in there, especially after that grand final, which we know Knowles was watching and, you know, she didn't have her 12 selected until that grand final. Well, she says she didn't. Says she didn't.
1: And I, I'm not going to not believe her, but I mean, you just wonder.
0: Mm. Okay, who's your starting wing defence?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Good question, Storm. Well, from the quad series, she likes she likes Heffernan at centre, so I think yes, she's yes. going to be your starting centre. So is it going to be? Car and swinging across to Wing Day with Phoenix at goal defence. I agree. I think you on form. I know Steele have had a tough season but on international form I would start Kate as well in that centre position. So you but think centre is more important than wing defence? No, I'm not saying it's more important. I just feel like from the attacking perspective um, I would put Kate there. But if Maddie, Maddie used to always play that wing she defence. She's a
0: great wing defence. So gr- I mean, that's yeah. where she
2: started and she's kind of moved all the way up the court. So she, she's definitely an option at wing defence but I would probably lean still towards whether you put fee or cut in there as well. So but I just yeah. worry that if they do put say Heffernan at wing defence, you've got Gordon at centre and then Gina Crampton, there's no one Short, there little. on attack that's got that real flair. Like Gina's safe, she's you know she gives some good ball, but that's where the X factor comes in with Peter. Heffernan's not an attacking player. Um, Gordon I think is definitely more defensive. You know, so that's where I would have quite liked a Petituiava in there, just when things are getting, needing some razzle-dazzle, that's, where she, that's what she provides.
3: I think too. If we go off the last World Cup, Katrina Rode, she went to wing defence, mm. which I think was a very smart move by Noel. So I, th- I'm gonna. I think it's going to be Carter Will be in the wing defence. Yeah. Phoenix Carterco at defence.
1: It's interesting though, isn't it? Because you think back to all the great teams of the past, and they all have specialist wing defences. Mm. And and I'm, this is heresy, but <laughs> Selena Gilsonen, the Australian, yes. is my you all-time favourite wing defence, <laughs> who I think now lives in New Zealand. But never mind. <laughs> um, You know, she was a specialist wing defence. Leslie Nicol Rumble was a... Simone McInnes. Simone Schultz. How could I forget? All very good All Aussies. Aussies. Yeah, Mm. yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's...
0: You say that, but we were just talking about Liverpool. Katrina Rore was playing wing defence. She probably hadn't played much wing defence in her life, let alone for, I think she must have been at the Pulse at that stage throughout the year. We weren't too worried about it back then, but... We decided that yeah. was the exception.
2: That's what we decided in
3: the car as we were driving here. That she was the exception yeah. And also, <laughs> going back to that World Cup, Noel said, and I think she still stands by this, you're, what you really do need is a strong goal attack and a strong goal defence. That will link both and connect both ends. So, for me, I think you've got Amelia and Ekinasio and that goal attack, and I'm going to say Phoenix, and that goal. They're, they're her two main links, oh, I think. Oh, Karaka, not Burger.
0: Interesting. And well, goal defence.
3: And then is our wing defence. Well, Well, Let's move on
0: to to the the defence because now we're kind of encroaching into that area of court. So let's check out, here are your four defenders. I almost wonder whether you risk putting Jane Watson across at goal defence, Kelly Jerry in the back and Karen at wing defence because that is a formidable, terrifying defensive end for me.
3: I do like that. I just worry about Jane's injury. Whether or not she can run out at goal defence because we haven't seen it this year for the tactics. Can she go back-to-back in the pool play and then still run out at goal defence? I'm not sure. I think she's a better goalkeeper
2: too. She has more time to see the ball coming down court and she tends to get more hand-to-ball at goalkeep with Jane. Um, I don't think we've seen the best of her yet since coming back from having her baby either. So I'd like to see her really cement that goalkeep position Position
1: once Kelly's not, not in there, but this, when will Kelly not be in there? Because really, I, I was thinking about this coming out, and i was thinking, I mean, she's in phenomenal form, Kelly Jury. Not as in best, better, was she in better form last year? I'd say yes. Oh, I can't think back. That she far. was
2: the MVP. <laughs> she was the MVP last With year. I don't, oh, she yeah. Was, yeah. I don't think Her she's and been together. as good this season. She's living she's yeah. all the Ooh. stats, I think. Mind you, stats schmats, yeah. you know. <laughs> how you... much weight do we look into those stats? And look how tall she is. Like, that is going to come down to it yeah. as well. All A lot of these other teams, what have they got? They've got their own grace Wicket. They've yes. got a really tall goal sheet. Just look at Jamaica, and let's be honest, Jamaica, for me, is the scariest the team, team yes. of the whole World Cup. I'm just finding them petrifying because all of a sudden they have not only got the athletes, which they've always had, but they now have experience and they have confidence. So I'm like, uh, Jamaica. But that's where I think Kelly... You, you can't coach height. You're either tall or you're not. And I know Jane can jump, but, um, you know, Kelly Jury's got the height and can compete with these with these other tall ladies.
0: So a dilemma for Dame Knowles. Who starts at goalkeeper? Do you start with Jane Watson and hope you can have your Karen Berger-Watson combination? Or do you move everyone across and start Kelly Jury? Because I agree with agree with you guys. Kelly Jury has been in great form, especially towards the end of this season. And she's what Knowles kind of refers to as that X factor in her defence event.
2: I I think it's going to depend on who we play and I think we're going to see a lot of that throughout the tournament. Knowles is going to have these combinations that she's going to put out depending on the size and the ability. So I think if they've got a uh, coming up against a very mobile shooting circle she'll put Jane and Carden. If they've got one of the big birds at the back she'll put Kelly to, to compensate that.
3: I agree and I think when We're at Com Games Storm. Seeing the speed of international shooters and moving circles compared to what we had in ANZ, I just think we did get found out a little bit by not having a Jane Watson at the back. So I think it's going to come down mm. to who we're playing.
1: Well, and the thing there that I remember from that uh, Com Games is that the, our biggest problem was we didn't win any ball. Mm. Mm. And we had, if you think back to it, we had no Berger, no Watson. Well, they're our. Two big ball winners, winners. for sure, Um, and I think that was. We still got bronze, which I came away from Birmingham thinking, not bad. And so did the
3: other teams. They actually went up to Knowles afterwards and said, "Oh oh gosh, we've got our eye on you for World Cup because if you can do this without Watsonberger, Ekernacio, then we we've got our eye on you." Love it. This is the positivity we want. (laughs) Let's uh, have a look
0: at the reserves. Okay, the three players that will be travelling with the team but won't come in unless there is an injury. Uh, We've already talked about Tiana Matuaro. Let's start with uh, Mila Riley-Buchanan. Can cover centre wing attack quite well. I'm sure if she needed to, could go into wing defence, but she's played well enough this season to justify that selection, I think.
3: Yeah, and Dame Noel, she Mm. said uh, when we interviewed her that Mila is part of that engine room, which she provides. And I also think Mila will be very crucial in the build-up because the Ferns have got like three camps. So I just think she's going to be very, very, um, she's going to be the one that all the mid courts are running against and she's yeah. going to be, I think, crucial for them in the build-up. There'll be a real competitive, that'll be a real competitive bunch, won't it? And I think Mila,
2: um, you know, she can test ball. I think what I like about her is that she can slot in any one of those three positions. So that's what gives her the nod over someone like a Michaela Sokich beatson for me. Um,
0: and a pita Anna And a Peter Unfortunately.
2: Yeah, and she's had probably her most outstanding season, you know, with, with Crampton. So, yeah, I'm, I'm happy for Mila that she made that three. And I think Sulu, I wonder if Sulu got the nod as well because, you know, there was talk of, do you have a bolter in that three with the Cara Styfe, mm. with the likes of that. But I wonder if Sulu got the nod as well because of, you know, a big part of successful team is culture team culture and you know there's no doubt Sulu provides that or brings such mana and knows how to pull a team together she also as we heard in the final is not scared to pull people up if they're not performing and she has those honest conversations with people so I wonder if it's that experience that she brings Um, we know how good she'll be as, because that is not easy to go as those three you've just missed out on a World Cup final, you don't want any sulkers going and sitting <laughs> no. in the hotel and going, oh, this is so unfair, I didn't get to play. She's playing crap, I should have been there. Suli will never do that. She's going to do everything she can to help this team win. So I wonder if she she got the nod for that reason. And, and Jen, again, this was our car ride, we were yes. talking about this, the fact that her and Fee have got that, already got that combination and you could say the same about Gina and Mila. And so that kind of gives them the nod as well because they've already got that familiar combo so if you got thrown in because mm. that would be yeah. what it would be you're getting thrown in in the middle of a tournament you need to just slip straight into it and so those players have got yeah. a, con- and a connection and that's probably why she hasn't put a bolter in that three yeah. because they, she had to have picked someone that could go into a World Cup final Do if there job, yep. not be worried. so about you couldn't about have it. picked Over the Wormsley order. you know she's not quite ready yet And I agree, the three, you know, it was really important for the Dynamics because they're pretty much with the team the whole time. You know, there's 15 of them in Cape Town. They're, They're staying together, they train together, they eat together. The three just don't go to the games and play together. So you want the three that are going to be you know, hyping up the, the other 12 and competing against them. And as you say, um, you know, not being the Debbie Downer and
1: being this being a sulker. And I think, you know, she's got the right mix. I remember uh, Nolan when she was on with us, I think it might have been the first time, or no, it might have been the second time. And she was saying, it's a really difficult position for these three. Mm.
2: It's a hard role. To,
1: to, yeah. Um, and I agree with you. I think Sulu would be fine. And I think the other two, it'll be interesting for me that she's got Sulu with Tiana Matura, because I think if anyone... Can, um, yeah. can, what can I say, <laughs> harness yeah. Maturo? Um, and, I, and I mean that in a positive way because I think you want spirit and you want... And that's something I think Mila has mm. too, you know. but Energy. But I think that could be a very smart trio.
2: I also feel sorry for Mila because she got picked last year in the Constellation Cup for those first two tests in New Zealand and did not even get on the court. Mm. She wasn't given an opportunity, you know, and then... Uh, was it the first or the second? Anyway, two of them and then Peter came in and I thought you know, how can then Knowles not pick her again? So I'm kind of glad she's picked her based on the fact of, you know, her performances in the ANZ. I
0: know Mila was pretty upset after that campaign, went away, worked really hard and has had a great season, so great to see her in there. Right, let's just have a quick look at the pools and what pool the Silver Ferns will be in over at the World Cup. They've got Uganda, Trinidad and Tobago and Singapore, and then I believe we will merge with pool C before we head into semi-finals and finals. Right. Thank you so much for joining me guys. Lots of robust conversation, lots of debate. We need a camera and uh, your two car, right? Well, that's right. <laughs> Great camera. Well, not, not. <laughs> but that is all from us here on this very special episode of Inside Netball. We'll see you in a couple of weeks for a Netball World Cup preview live on Sky Sport.